Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. We join Alan J. Huth as he shares Bible passages and comments from over 30 years of his personal Bible reading journals. Today brings us to Revelation chapter 17, the continuation of the wrath of God poured out on the earth. Let's listen to Faith Comes by Hearing's reading of this chapter. Revelation 17 Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and said to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great prostitute who is seated on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed sexual immorality, and with the wine of whose sexual immorality the dwellers on earth have become drunk. And he carried me away in the spirit into a wilderness, And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was full of blasphemous names, and it had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and jewels and pearls, holding in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the impurities of her sexual immorality. And on her forehead was written a name of mystery. Babylon the Great mother of prostitutes, and of earth's abominations. And I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints, the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. When I saw her, I marveled greatly. But the angel said to me, Why do you marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman, and of the beast with seven heads and ten horns that carries her. The beast that you saw was, and is not, and is about to rise from the bottomless pit and go to destruction. And the dwellers on earth whose names have not been written in the book of life from the foundation of the world will marvel to see the beast, because it was, and is not, and is to come. This calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman is seated. They are also seven kings, five of whom have fallen, One is, the other has not yet come, and when he does come, he must remain only a little while. As for the beast that was and is not, it is an eighth, but it belongs to the seven, and it goes to destruction. And the ten horns that you saw are ten kings who have not yet received royal power, but they are to receive authority as kings for one hour, together with the beast. These are of one mind, and they hand over their power and authority to the beast. They will make war on the Lamb, and the Lamb will conquer them. For He is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those with Him are called and chosen and faithful. And the angel said to me, The waters that you saw, where the prostitute is seated, are peoples and multitudes and nations and languages. And the ten horns that you saw, they and the beast will hate the prostitute. They will make her desolate and naked and devour her flesh, and burn her up with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to carry out His purpose by being of one mind, and handing over their royal power to the beast, until the words of God are fulfilled. And the woman that you saw is the great city that has dominion over the kings of the earth. Chapter 17 was hard to understand. Let's see what my journals will reflect about it. What was my insight at 40 years old in 1995? I wrote, Judgment of Great Harlot. I don't understand. The beast was, is not, and is to come. Seven kings, five gone, 
One is, one is to come. Are these eras of history? Beast is an eight, yet he was one of the seven. Does that mean again he once was, is not, but will be again, so one of seven reigns twice? Doesn't much matter, because when the beast wages war with the lamb, the lamb will overcome them, because he is the Lord of lords, king of kings, and those who are with him are the called and chosen and faithful. Then I wrote, Woman is great city that reigns over the earth. So you can see, even back then, I struggled with trying to understand chapter 17. Surely when I was 53 years old in 2008, I had a better understanding. Let's see. There are many images of evil in Revelation. Dragon, beast, false prophet, great harlot. Satan manifests himself in diverse ways with the same results, destruction of people, by pulling them away from God and Jesus Christ. They also have the same destiny, defeat at the hands of Jesus. God puts his purpose in the hearts of men and demons to execute his purpose until the words of God will be fulfilled. I'm not sure that clarifies much of Revelation 17, but it does give us a different perspective. So let's go on to when I was 58 years old in 2013. I was still in Mobile, Alabama, so I'm sure that will give me a new perspective. I wrote, The judgment of the great prostitute Babylon, a symbol of evil, power, immorality that engulfs people, even killing saints and martyrs of Jesus. Those not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world will experience the great prostitute. King's leaders will turn over their power to the beast and make war with the lamb, and the lamb will conquer them all. The beast and prostitute fight each other because everyone, everything carries out God's purpose, even evil, that God's word is fulfilled. I'm not sure even over the years of reading this chapter and journaling it that I understand it any better today. As we begin to look at Revelation 17, the overriding question is, who is the great prostitute? What does it symbolize? To gain some insight, I turn to those much wiser than me, those who wrote the footnotes in my English Standard Version Study Bible. They say the great prostitute and Babylon the Great are synonymous, both depicting the empire of the beast. She represents the lust of godless societies for sensual pleasure and their rejection of all restraints. Her becoming drunk on the blood of the saints and the beast on which she sits reveals that in cultures that defy God, an insidious conspiracy unites the relentless pursuit of wealth and pleasure and the ruthless exercise of political and coercive power. So there you have it. Now we understand. Or do we? We can look at a few of the opening verses to get a better description of this great prostitute from the word of God itself. Verse 4, the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and jewels and pearls, holding in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the impurities of her sexual immorality. And on her forehead was written a name of mystery, Babylon the Great, mother of prostitutes and of earth's abominations. I guess what I see out of that is the earth's system opposed to the system of God. It is the coerciveness of the way of the world that has taken away people from the way of the word. This system, this great prostitute, always has been and always will be until this day of judgment. Have you fallen for the great prostitute? Have you followed the ways of the world rather than the ways of the word? I wrote in one of my journals, 
whether i understand this chapter or not really doesn't matter what matters is verse 13 these are of one mind and they hand over their power and authority to the beast they will make war on the lamb and the lamb will conquer them for he is the lord of lords and king of kings and those with him are called and chosen and faithful whether it's the great prostitute or the beast she's riding on or any of these beasts they will all lose in battle to the Lord of Lord and King of Kings. To that we should shout the hallelujah. Father, we're reading about the judgment of the great prostitute, but in our day and age, it still exists. It is pulling people away from you all the time, each and every day. Strengthen us, Lord. Help us not be caught up in the system of the world, but give our hearts over to the system of your word. Holy Spirit, keep us from falling into temptation. The ways of the world versus the ways of the word. May you find us chosen and faithful. In Jesus' name, amen.